All right, welcome everybody to the Synapse Philosophy Group, uh, our Green Book discussion. We are on D.D. Palmer's The Chiropractor, 1914. We're on page five, and we're breaking it down, and we're discussing the philosophy of D.D. Palmer and chiropractic. Um, the chapter is called The Moral and Religious Duty of a Chiropractor, and it has been the most controversial chapter in chiropractic, so that's why we're reading it. And for the second time, actually, because it is so powerful. Would anybody, does anybody have anything to say before we start? And I'm going to start reading the second, uh, the, the beginning paragraph, the, the bottom paragraph where it says, I hold in the middle of the page. All right, I'm going to start. I hold it to be self-evident that all men and women who are acquired sufficient knowledge and skill to remove the nerve tension which, which prevents physical, mental, and spiritual development are engaged in a work of a higher order than that ordinarily required and performed by the physician. They are practically, oh, let me get that, they are practically the moral duties and obligations of religion and any attempt to prevent such acts by law is an un, and unmitigated crime against humanity. That is what sums up all of it to me. I think it's a powerful statement. What do you all think? What's on your mind? Would you like something to share? Don't all start at once now. Alan, you're, you're muted. I'm sorry. I muted everybody. It was that joke. Who wants to go second? Because <laughs> nobody wants to go first. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You have something to add? No, nah, I'm still rereading it. <laughs> well, this is where we're talking about, I, you know, it's him explaining himself, really, where people are saying, you know, DD wanted to make things a religion. It's our duty to serve people chiropractic as if it was our religious and moral duty. And I think that is very powerful. This is where people get skewed and messed up. If I see a subluxation, it is my duty to serve that person, to have that wherewithal of service. That's what he's trying to instill with us. That's what I feel from that, and I love it. Anybody else? All right, I'm just getting some messages from our group, some of the people. I apologize. It's a... Um, all right, people are, getting, are logging on. I'll go to the next one if you guys are ready. The chiropract chiropractic science... It's art and philosophy deal with the human and spiritual phenomena. The con uh, consciousness revert acknowledgement. What, what is that word? Conscience. Conscientious. Conscientious. My mistake. Revert acknowledgement. Reverend. My, my apologies. I can't see with these, uh, these progressive lenses. Reverent acknowledgement of the phenomena is sentiment and act. Uh, connects the spiritual with the physical and constitutes 
in its fullest and highest sense, a religion. Okay, this is where he's misquoted. Chiropractic unites man the physical with man the spiritual. This is where he's actually saying it connects the spiritual with the physical. Okay, so this is the actual quote and constitute, constitutes in it its fullest and highest sense, a religion. That's where people get a little messed up again. But you think about it, we're serving the spirit within the body, not necessarily the body itself. So the spirit within, innate spirit, God, has the fullest potential of, of expression of life from within, above, down, inside, out. What are your thoughts? Well, it's, it's, it, if, if you go back to the last paragraph, it talks about the, what the purpose is to, is to uh, remove the nerve tension which prevents physical, mental, spiritual development and engaged in a work of a higher order. So it's the, what we're doing is allowing that reunification to, achieve, to allow everyone to achieve a higher uh, personal expression and higher spiritual expression, expression. It allows that, removes the interference that's interfe that, that is blocking that. And that, you know, and once again, the, the, the challenge is that, that once you start talking about a religion, people get all, all, all gaga. You know, it's a, it, you know, I, I think of religion says uh, a robe. Each religion is a robe, different has different a different kind of robe that you can put on, you know. <clears throat> and you put on different robes and you try them out and you see what fits and you find the parts that fit from all of them that, that work best for you. <coughs> and you like that robe. You know, and that's the one you wear. Uh, I found, my, personally, I found that, you know, I, you know, I grew up in, in a Jewish household, and that's my, that's my core. I'm comfortable there, but I'm not locked into that. You know, I've read a lot of Buddhist thought. I know that the, you know, Dallas thought and that, and chiropractic, you know, fits all those together. And my, my, my religion and my chiropractic are all one to me without putting a name on it, on any of them to say, this is, you know, I, I, if I had to say it, I would be, I'd say I'm Jewish, but they all sort of fit together because the spirituality is all linked, you know, and if you get past the, the name of I'm a, I'm a Protestant, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jainist, I'm a I'm whatever, it's all, you know, the spirituality of all of them are the same. And at that level, the, when you put names on it, the, the religions become divisive rather than unifying. There's, a, there's so much validity to that. And when he talks about, you know, bringing the consciousness from our living world, the things we learned in this life onto the next life, you know, what he's really talking about is, is Buddhism. He's talking about karma. He's talking about, you know, you know, multiple religious ideas. And that's what he mentions it just on page four. And so, yeah, that's right on target. Chiropractic encompasses a lot of those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, in just the, the section, just a little bit before that, you know, he's talking about a boy that was, you know, uh, hurt at birth. And the case where this boy was, um, had displaced six dorsal vertebra. You know, and adjustments saved his life. 
But what, you know, having that, you know, the message of service to help transform people's lives from near death to life, that is a duty. That should be our duty. And we should be, you know, take that on, take it as an oath of chiropractors to go and serve. That's what he's talking about is putting on your robe, like you're talking about, of service and going out and going with all that we have, anyone blocking us from doing that is a crime against humanity. I could be, feel like you're pounding a fist in a courtroom. It's a crime against humanity to keep someone in any way from adjusting a subluxation, which it's a lot really, of people are. It's really a great definition of religion or what religion should be, which is connecting man the physical and man the spiritual. Now, right. so for a church or a synagogue or a mosque, you take your physical body and through the scripture or through the Holy Spirit or through their words, they're bringing the spiritual into the physical so that they, they bind them together. So you literally are taking your physical body to a place and they're putting on top of that the spirituality to connect them. So what chiropractors doing is with a physical act we're actually without without words or without scripture we're opening up that portal between the physical and the spiritual just with the physical act of the adjustment and to be honest with you it's probably more um it's probably a more direct way to get spiritual because i mean you can go to church you can go to synagogue and, you know, the preacher says what they say and the Holy Spirit's in the house. And, you know, maybe a quarter of the people actually get it. And maybe a quarter of the people there really feel connected or maybe they feel connected for a short amount of time. But with the adjustment, it's connecting everybody if, it, if it's done in the right way, innate to innate. So it, it's, it's sort of a really much more direct way of connection. The other thing I think would be cool is if, um, and, and I, don't, I don't do this at all or very, very little, if patients actually knew that's what we were doing, so maybe they would even be, you know, when, when someone goes to church, they know why, they know that there's going to be a connection or that that's supposed to be what happens. Right. Whether it happens or not, they know, oh, I go to church, I, I, I'm supposed to feel closer to God, I'm supposed to feel closer to my innate. Um, and, and I think all the time, I think a lot of the times, or I know in my office, even being a principled straight chiropractor, very rarely does somebody get off the table and say, you know, oh my God, I'm connected. Um, <laughs> you know, or, or I could feel the connection or I could feel innate flowing through me or God flowing through me, or I know that it's there. Um, and I probably have to do a better job in educating, um, not so much to push it through, but to let people know that to be on the lookout for that so they there can look for it. You know, it's not like I'm pushing it on like, Hey, don't you feel more connected? Isn't, isn't life brighter? Dr. C used to do that a little bit with, you know, the, you're better concepts. Uh, you know, you're better, you're better and kind of, kind of doing it that way. Um, and, and I think I could probably do a much better job of at least letting the patient know that just like the church or the synagogue or the mosque, that's our job is to connect. So be on the lookout for you to feel or sense that connection other than just getting off the table and go, Oh, wow, I'm, I'm feeling really good. So that's, that's where I'm at. 
It, that's poignant and powerful stuff. Absolutely. Spot on. It's, I, I think that we are sometimes allow the, the, the fear of saying something about that, if you will, blocks us. And we look for the, we have to be looking for the opportunity where we can share it around the edge until we can get to, or until we get to a point with, with some patients can accept that and some can't, as we all know, but you want to be able to share as much as they can. And, and I know that at times, you know, and, and although I've retired, I, I would say to patients, you know, you know, some people I would actually say to them, you know, what we're really doing here is connecting the spirit without with the spirit within and, and, and tell them that, you know, and if, and, so they can look for it, but you look, tell them to look for things that they, that they can identify as, as, as a connection. You know, what did, what did you feel after we adjusted you today? You know, and just let them say something and say, Hey, you know, maybe that was a, a some sort of a spiritual connection. You felt, you know, light, you, know, you felt the light, you felt enlightened, you felt, you know, something lifted from you, you know, those are all spiritual connections. And you can say, you know, hey, maybe you made a little spiritual connection when you did that. We think that that's possible when we adjust you. Not everybody can hear it. And not and, and some people don't want to hear it. I, I think I think it behooves us. We need to say it. Yeah. Um, just like we would say to a just like we would say to a patient, like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and take we'll do an exam, we're gonna take some x-rays. You know, just like we say it like that, like there really is no discussion we should be saying that at the table as well. Like you are, you are connected, you're, you're, you know, on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level right now. And, and again, some people may not want to hear it, but I know that I'm not saying it enough for those people that are maybe longing to hear it. Yeah, you go. Yeah, that's good. It's that simple statement that you, you just said is just absolutely amazing. You can put a sign up on the wall. I might do one tomorrow. I like, I'm going to quote Lewis Singer. <laughs> I better write that down. Did you write it down? Because we all need I'm it. Writing it down right now for myself, so I don't forget right? it. <laughs> Next to me, Bob Crystal. I saw you with your hand up over there. I see Bob looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was actually uh, almost what you said, Lewis. Uh, you know, even the old YMCA, that triangle—it's mental, physical, spiritual. So it's actually pretty commonly accepted in our world if we just see, keep it simple like that. You know, we're going to go in there. We're going to access the physical, but you can't access the physical without affecting the, the uh, mental and the spiritual. Absolutely. I used to put that, I, I put that, this quote basically in, in all my talks when I was, uh, you know, uh, pre COVID. Now we send it out as a, as an email. I don't, I think one third of the people watch them, but we're going to get back to doing our office talks, but putting that quote in there. And a lot of people, that's when they're, Hey, this is more spiritual than I realized. It's not just about my pain. Um, we're dealing with things bigger than my physical body. And that most of the world, I, could we say 90% of the world, 99% of the world believe in a higher power, I mean, of some sort? Um, I would say so. So it's that 1%, I'm not, I'm not in fear of them at all. And, you know, when we just give the people, hey, we're working with the inner part of you that runs the show. That's from above, down, and the inside out. The power that made you is healing you and creating you at every minute. With the adjustment, we allow to do it at its best. You know, absolutely. I, I, I find, as I'm maturing, I'm finding less and less trepidation in holding that back. That's it. 
And that's in every aspect of life now. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to realize, did I just say that in, in this crowd? And most people will be on your side. That's I, I, think, I think this whole COVID thing has helped me to do that with sure. speaking, speaking my truth and uh, really not giving a flip about what anybody thinks about anything. And uh, it's really liberating 52 years later on this planet, I'll tell you. So uh, <laughs> really, really liberating. So um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> I'll be 52 in April. <laughs> Well, yes. your kids. <laughs> <laughs> April what? April 2nd. Oh, 3rd, right here. All I'll right. Aries in the house. Yeah, I knew you were an Aries. That's why I like you so much. <laughs> I like your haircut, too. <laughs> awesome, guys. So anybody else has you know, any input? What do you feel? The spirituality of chiropractic. I had a conversation with Marina, actually. We're talking about the spirituality of chiropractic. There is a great suppression of that spirituality within the profession and in the schools. And I know that to be true because I see it. Okay. And matter of fact, I, I'm going to be teaching a Nate baby at Life University um, March 20th and at uh, Palmer April, the weekend after DE. And then we're working on Sherman. I just spoke with. Uh, with uh, Neil Cohen today about setting up something at Sherman. And it's all about spirituality because if they can't get it in the schools, we've got to give it to them, you know, and that's part of the mission. And there are a lot of people that, that are afraid of it. I think there's a fear of the spirituality. Anybody else have any comments on this section? We're getting into Jim now, Jim Atkinson. The knowledge and philosophy given to me by Dr. Jim Atkinson, an intelligent spiritual being, together with explanations of phenomena, principles, uh, phenomena, principles resolved from causes, effects, powers, laws, and utility, appeal to my reason. I'm going to stop at that. An intelligent spiritual being. Now, there are many cultures and, and philosophical and spiritual uh, groups that believe in angels and messages and spiritual guides. Pasquale used to call them their, his spiritual friends. We've done a lot of work ourselves in spiritual groups I have done to communicate. We talk about manifestation. Where does that come from? Um, I just wrote, read one from Tony and uh, uh, Satili about manifesting uh, M&Ms at the bottom of her popcorn. She wanted them, and then they appeared. Her daughter said they were there. I thought that was beautiful. What's the difference? Manifestation, angels getting messages from God, an innate flash from, uh, as BJ would talk about. And he got a message from Jim Atkinson. A lot of people get hung up on Jim Atkinson. What are your thoughts? I don't know who he is. Jim Atkinson is the, I don't, you know, he's the, the, the spiritual being that Dee Dee received the message of chiropractic from. And the only uh, Jim Atkinson they found at that time died how many ever years ago? I, I've read it and I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a while before, yeah. 
Like 40 um, years earlier, I think. Exactly. Go on, read the next paragraph because it, it goes to that question. The method, excuse me, the method by which I obtained an explanation of certain physical phenomena from an intelligence in the spiritual world is known in biblical language as inspiration. In a great measure, the chiropractor's adjuster was written under such spiritual prompting. So that refers back to what Atkinson shared with him. And there's a book, uh, Messages from God, I believe the name is the book. I might be incorrect. And he said, I, I wrote this entirely from a spiritual download. And there's many books written that way. Every book of the Bible is supposed to be a spiritual download and many other books. And many writers will say that. What are your thoughts? As, a, as an aside here, and I've said this before, is, is, is uh, that with the spiritual here, we also want to make sure we remember and acknowledge that, that, that Didi also read every medical book that he could get his hands on and had what was called his, his trap library. I think Simon Senzans talked about that, that he had a collection of books that he had with him all the time. He was extremely knowledgeable on the medis, medical knowledge and physiological knowledge of the day to go along with these spiritual connections. And he talks about mental, physical, and spiritual all being united. And he, know, he knew, he's saying, I, I know both. I know all of it. And he was probably the most studied man of the time of those medical books, like you said. And with the collection of, of spines that outdid most medical uh, centers and, and uh, universities. Absolutely. I'm not sure that didn't come later, but yeah. Well, in the, it was D.D. Palmer. This is 1914 after he died. That was pre-1910. He mentions right in here, too. His collection was amazing by then. Yeah. You know? I see it as inspiration. Yes. And whether it's named or not, Jim Atkinson, you know, I, I follow the best that I can innate information that I receive in all sorts of things. I, I, in remodeling our house, if something didn't feel right or a person comes to the house that I don't feel that this isn't going to work for me, I don't hire them for the job or I put that job aside for another time. In my office, in my, I, if I get a message, you know, put some blocks under this person. I'll do some SOT blocks that I don't do very often or adjust them this way. Mm, you know, I put a, I don't normally put really large people in side posture anymore. And I had a six foot four huge guy cop. And uh, the first thing that came to me was put him on his side. And I don't normally start people on their side. And this was today. And it was beautiful. His whole system changed after that L5 adjustment. It was absolutely gorgeous. Just listening to our, and I have millions, we all have millions of those inspirations. Inspiration means to bring in spirit, by the way. That's right. Any input? I shall keep going. And we got the man David Sarnoff right there. I like it. I think we all start to start pedaling while we're on. I mean, I, I'm like, I, I really think I should jog in place at least while I'm here. I, I feel like I'm, there you go. We'll just start, let's get some uh, tricep, you know, exercises in. 
the object of chiropractic education. And I got in trouble for this. Not in trouble, but I got a lot of backlash when I posted this about three years ago on a few schools' websites, but anyway, or, or pages. The object of chiropractic education is the attainment of information concerning the origin, development, structure, and the functions of our physical organism, the phenomena of, of physical earth life, and that of spiritual existence. That's a big deal. Yeah. Right? And spiritual existence. Man, did he set the bar high for us, right? And he differentiates from earth life. Earth life. Earth life and okay. spiritual existence, which are... Uh, the phenomenon of physical earth life. I mean, it's just beautiful. The phys of our physical organism and the phenomena of physical earth life, which is a phenomenon. It's amazing being alive, right? What are your thoughts? How about somebody I can't see that hasn't spoken of? Vincent with Melba's iPhone. And who is this Lara on the side over here? Okay. And we got our man Steve Shargell down there. And Marina is there from Brazil. So uh, which part of this are we forgetting in chiropractic? The triune of education that Didi just set forth. What's the biggest one we're skipping? The spiritual existence. Big time. And I'm not, a, I'm not a religious scholar by any means. I study a lot of different things like that. But, you know, just understanding in a very simple way, I talk to people in the office sometimes. I, uh, I say, let's think about it simply. You live your day-to-day -day life going out there through your world. There's another bit of you called innate intelligence or your spirit that's digesting your food and making you into this beautiful living clay that you live in. That's the spirit. And that's the part of you I work with. And to me, that part's connected to God. Lay face down. Because <laughs> 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 we really don't need a rebuttal, right? That's it. Anybody else? It's, it's, all, it's become so mechanistic and uh, uh, controlled trial data and prove it that in what is happening that the and we don't talk about the spiritual any anymore and it's uh it it it's interesting that it seems to me on a lot of the world is moving towards a spiritual world. I mean, when you talk all the talk of mindfulness now and, 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 the, and those type of connections in the world to calm yourself and do mindfulness. And that's, that's a spiritual connection. And yet we're so lost in the mechanistic uh, aspect now in chiropractic and, and, and needing to say, well, you know, and that's not to say we shouldn't use instrumentation or things that can validate and show that there's changes going on physiologically, but we don't, but the physical, the spiritual seems to be, you know, pushed over here somewhere and not even, and like you say, not even talked about at the schools anymore. You know, the mechanistic is easier to, to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. There's no fear. You don't have to step out of your your zone of comfort. Oh yeah, I can help you with you know fix your your sciatic pain, or I can help you with your eyeballs or whatever it is. 
the uh, the spiritual stuff is the hard part. That's really stepping out of who we are. And I know there are a lot of religious people that are in the schools that are keeping this from the student body. And I know that to be true. It, the percentages has, dictate there has to be. Well, I think part of the part of the problem is it becomes that people attach it to, like I said before, a religion. Right. You know, Christian chiropractic. Pardon me. I, that's no. No, I don't mean to offend anybody here by oh, that. But understood. people talk about Christian chiropractic, and and I, to me as a Jew, <laughs> then that becomes an issue. You know, but the spirituality of chiropractic is is perfect. It it covers all of yeah. All, all of the people, uh, the denizens of the earth, it doesn't matter your religion. We don't have to speak the same language or have the same religion. It's the same spirit within you. I call it God for myself. You call it what you want. It's obvious that it exists. You're not thinking about digesting your food right now, or you wouldn't have any other time during the day. And it encompasses everyone. I don't need to know your language besides... Period. As you say, I don't need to be able to speak to Marina in Portuguese or, or one of the other one of our other students in Spanish or to go to Uganda and speak some other language. I can put my hands on somebody and know that I can help them function better. Yeah. Arno said it right last time he spoke when he was in Atlanta. He said that, you know, religion, you could have uh, one person believes in Jesus, one person believes in something else, one person believes in this. But when you talk about universal intelligence, nobody really said, because everything's universal intelligence, and nobody says, and he actually said it was funny, he goes, well, my universal intelligence is better than yours. It's not. So universal intelligence and the expression of innate intelligence is... exactly right. Yeah, you, it's, it's just you, you take religion out of it. I mean, thank God everything's here and stuff like that, and people could, you know, but you can't say your universal intelligence is better than mine, in other words. Absolutely. There's a lot of wisdom in that. And, you know, I think that just even understand, you know, they don't even talk about universal intelligence much anymore in the schools. Miguel, my man, how's everything in Mexico? Everything is okay. Hello to everybody. Thank you for being here with us. So, uh, well, so much wisdom words from all of you. I really appreciate all the disinformation. Even that guy, that doctor in the gym making the exercise and put all the intention here. <laughs> well, it's awesome. Thank you. He's making us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's multitasking. <laughs> well, at least I'm, if I had to power my computer with a bicycle, you know, we'd not, we wouldn't have this Zoom meeting, so. <laughs> but, you know, when we talk about the spiritual nature of what we do, it is, to me, it's a blessing, but he's also talking about, it doesn't matter who you are as, as a religious person. This is universal. It is our duty. If you care at all, it's your duty to serve the people, and you cannot have, in the beginning of this chapter, he goes through all this, the states that, you know, about their, their laws with religion and all those things. If we're dealing with the innate inside that person, that is the life force, it is a religious duty to serve that person. And that is where I think he's just knocking this home. He's knocking it home for us to serve. 
And if someone gets in our way, if a, a um, government body says we can't, it is our religious duty to do so, is to serve our fellow man. There is, I think you said it before a long time ago, Alan, but it, it goes through every religion is about caring for our fellow man. And today I did on my, on my meditation podcast is about Jesus saying, love others as we would love ourselves. That means you have to love ourselves as well. That's a very powerful statement as loving ourselves, It's easy to love others too. We also have to love ourselves. So also to me is also receiving chiropractic is a gift. I, I, I go far and wide to get adjusted. All right. Anybody have any comments, anything else they'd like to say? Well, if you, if you, to take what you just said one half a step further, uh, then if the spirit is universal and each of us, and I think that's what's coming up actually, is that the, the spirit within is part of the spirit without, and that we're reuniting then in reality, as you love, as you love others, you are loving yourself. It's all one spirit. Pasquale used to talk about every adjustment I give, I'm also receiving. Yeah. And it's a balance in that service. And there are times I feel selfish. Like I want all the, I want to give all the adjustments because I'm also getting them. Yeah. That's, that's poignant stuff. How often when you're, when you, it, you know, I, I know that I found every now and then I'd have a day where I'd find something on almost every single person the same. And I know that I needed to go see my chiropractor because that was me. That that was the adjustment that I needed that day. And without telling my chiropractor that I would go to regularly and still do, almost invariably they'd find that segment and it would need to be adjusted. Absolutely. It's, it's all, it's, it, it, it's all connected. It is. Absolutely. I, I want to make a question for all of you docs. You got to learn to watch for it. Go help me. Go ahead, Miguel. Uh, yeah, talking about this. Uh, well, I want to know what is the best option to invite all the family to the office. Yeah, for I know that you, uh, Doctor Hay, uh, you attending a lot of families in your practice. So, yeah. what is the best method? Well, you know, I just, when they come in with the, with the child, I ask the child, what do you know about chiropractic? And they say nothing, you know, even if they're five years old. And I ask them, where's your brain? And half the time they don't know or if they're, you know, whatever they say in here. And I say, so what a chiropractor does is make sure this talks to the rest of the body very well. And then the parent actually gets chiropractic even better. Like, oh, yeah, oh, that makes sense. And then I look at it from them, at the, the mother or the father, and I say, wouldn't it be good to have them adjusted too? Because they deserve it. They're going to grow up, and we want them to be healthy. And usually they'll say, oh, yes, oh, my gosh, absolutely. And I have some parents say, oh, no, no, this is for me, what have you. And I, I okay, and I don't force it down their throat. Um, you know, it's a, it's a slippery slope sometimes, but uh, you just start practicing. What I do often, though, is start writing down a few things just to mention to people, and you work on them uh, to talk to them about it, about their bringing their children in. Or you say, you know, probably a good idea. Why don't you bring your husband in or your, your, your wife and 
They want to get healthy too. They want you bring them to get adjusted and your children will be healthier. Why don't you bring them in too? Anybody else that would like to, you know, help Miguel? Yes, 200%, Miguel. When the people call in the initial phone call, they say, I'd like to set an appointment in your office. First thing that should come out of your mouth or your secretary's mouth is this appointment for you or your whole family? Just like that. And then when the kids come into the office, absolutely, 200%, talk to the children like they're adults. That's all. Okay, thank you. And they'll get it. And the kids will say, I want that. I want to get adjusted. And you make it affordable for them, too, so the whole family can get adjusted. If they have to pay 50 bucks each, then it's a little bit trickier, you know? I make a family package so everybody gets adjusted. Yeah. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I usually uh, tell the little boys that uh, this adjustment is the same adjustment I use on for superheroes, and I ask them if they're a superhero. And um, for the little girls, I say I have princess adjustments. So you're, you're a princess, right? And, um, and then for the parents, a lot of times I'll say, you ever see a tree, a little tree, and there's a cable tied to it and it's right down to the ground. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, that's kind of like what I think about adjusting children. We want to, we want to do, we want to do that for children. And they kind of get that. Yeah. There are a million ways to do it. Dave's way is good. You know, Bob's way is good. Finding Miguel's way of really communicating from your heart earnestly. And, uh, you know, one of my, the, the best ones in my office is one of my kids are there and they're jumping all over the tables. They want to get adjusted before everybody else. And, uh, you know, it's also, you know, I go give talks in schools and in churches. I do my, I focus a lot of my energy on moms and, you know, they're bringing the kids in. And it's even pregnant moms, and I even tell them the first month is included in your in your package. I include your child; it's not extra. And uh, they're like, children can get adjusted. Absolutely. Is there uh, any discount for all the family package? Well, what I do is I add just a little bit more, just like uh, you know, to include the whole family, even if it's two kids or six kids. I have a family that has six children. And there's eight of them. They pay. I know it's not, you know, averages don't come out the same, but they pay this, they pay the same family fee. So I just things making things affordable for everybody too is a big one. So the whole family can get a, get cared for properly. Okay. Thank you. You're and help them we can talk about more of that later. Help, help the adults also notice what, talk to them about what they've noticed has changed for them besides what they came in for. Say, say, what else is going on for you? Have you noticed anything like this or that? You know, make, you can suggest things and say, cause they don't think they won't think about the fact that they're, they're thinking better or their eyes are better or their hearing is better. And, you know, and you say, and, uh, cause I see that. And I, you tell them stories about people, you know, I had a patient that, you know, her it was an artist and she said the colors were different when I adjusted her or I had a musician that said the tone of his horn was different when I adjusted him. I mean, these are true stories. I, these are not things I'm making up. These are things that, that happened. And I would tell them to patients, say, did you have anything happen in your life that was different after you started getting care besides that you know, thing in your knee that you talked about? And say, what about your kids? Is anything going on? Do they get sick often? You know, we see that a lot of kids don't get sick as often when they get adjusted. Because we know the immune system works better when we adjust them. 
you know, and then and you give them things, let them realize things that are happening for them that have changed and that they want to have happen for their kids and their husbands or wives and, and, and other family members. You know, their cousins, their, their cousins, their aunts, their uncles, they can all come in. Mom and dad, bring them back and bring your grandparents in. You know, it's good. Bring the kids in so they don't have, because I have the grandparents and they don't, they, you know, they can't heal as well. They've had a problem for too long. Bring the kids in so they don't get like that. <laughs> when you're in a vitalistic model of the office and not a therapy type of, of model, it becomes easier, right? Because people see, well, this is good for everyone. I should bring my children in and my grandma and every and my dog. I just had four dogs today. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just that's it becomes your office and just that vibration of it. People are attracted to it. I start off on my entrance form. I ask people, what was your, what do you know anything about your own birth? Subluxation start usually at birth. And they say, I don't know. And then they talk about the subluxation in that one. And then they say, my kid should probably get adjusted. I think that has been the most powerful one for me now that I think about this for a minute. But bringing them to that understanding of spiritual nature of what we're doing, that's what this discussion is about. Then who wouldn't want that for their whole family? It, it would be, again, their duty. And I think a lot of our patients really, if you have some referral people, they feel it's their dirt, their dirty, their duty to bring people in so they can help transform their community. You know, I put a lot of my, my, I don't do a lot of marketing, but I do my marketing efforts. I put in the areas where my children are in school because I want all the kids around her, around my son and my daughter to be vibrant, connected to God you know, children that are receiving chiropractic care. So we went through a lot of stuff. We went through a, a lot of philosophy. We went through spirituality. We went through D.D. Palmer and Jim Atkinson, which is not done yet. Um, we're going to, we're going to, we went through the, 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 uh, the object of chiropractic uh, education and how important spirituality is. Didi gave us the triune, the, the physical organism, the phenomena, phenomena of physical earth life and the spiritual existence is what chiropractic education should be about. So I'm going to stop at that point. We'll pick it up there in the middle of the paragraph on page five. And, you know, I get so much out of this and I appreciate every, every single one of you. I get new ideas and new thought flashes and new spiritual grounding for myself. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Does anybody else have anything to share? Yeah, me <laughs> again. Go ahead. Well, well, go ahead. As you say, Miguel, the other thing that you know, I used to do and, and not on the level, I had a, a coach that talked about doing this that did it on a crazy level, but periodically, you may decide that if you find there's people in your practice talking about building a practice in general that are what they used to call bird dogs people you you'll find people who come in that are just a re referral maniacs they'll refer lots and lots and lots of people give them a reward buy them tickets to the movies you know i had a i had a, a coach that was in new york that said if uh, when i have a patient that refers 20 patients i i ran them a limousine and sent them out to dinner 
Because what happens is when you do stuff like that, even if it's just you know, tickets to a movie or something like that, they're going to talk about that. My chiropractor sent me to the movies. Your chiropractor gave you tickets to the movies. Are you crazy? No, no, man, he's wonderful. He didn't, and they'll, they'll, that kind of thing also is going to be a practice builder that doesn't have to cost you a bundle. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's, it's so weird that a doctor gives them something. <laughs> that, sharing love. It sharing love them, back to them. That they'll talk about you. And that's what you want. You want them to be talking about you and saying, you know, good things. That's love. love. They, they've got love back. They loved you to refer to, you, refer to them. It's all a love exchange. A hundred percent. You know? All right, everybody. We've reached the end. It's almost nine o'clock. I love and appreciate you every Tuesday. And uh, we'll see you again. Chiropractic. Yeah. Thank you. Chiropractica in Spanish. Chiropractica. Chiropraxia for Portugal, for Brazil. All right, guys. Love and appreciate you all. I'll see you next week.